1: Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Frank Hemingway, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. <laughs> The other night, someone, and it could have been me, spilled a bowl of salad dressing right smack in the middle of my wife's freshly polished kitchen floor. What happened to the floor? Nothing. After I wiped up the mess, there were no stains or spots left on the linoleum to show that anything had been spilled. That beautiful glow coat glow was still there. You see, the shining coat that Johnson's Glow Coat gives your floors is not just a surface polish that disappears in a day or two. No, sir. It's a solid film of protective wax that stays on your floor. Spilled things don't cut through it. Dirt doesn't grind into it. Damp mopping doesn't spoil it. Glowcoats shine and Glowcoats protection withstand kitchen accidents and kitchen traffic. So your job of keeping floors clean and shining is much, much easier. But remember, no ordinary polish or cleanser will do this. Only Glowcoat can save you work as it saves your floor. So put Johnson's Glowcoat on your shopping list tonight and pick up a can tomorrow. The Wistful Vista Transit Company has asked the riders of its streetcars to make suggestions for increasing the company's revenue. In fact, they are offering a prize for the best idea. (laughs) So look who's been riding trolleys all morning, accumulating ideas and calluses. (laughs) Yep, it's Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: Molly. Watch it. Step down.
3: All right. Oh, am I glad to get off that thing and stretch a minute, McGee.
2: You said it. Here, get up on the curb very quick. Ah.
3: My goodness, I've had smoother rides on the back step of a milk wagon, behind a hamstrung horse, on a cobblestone street.
2: (laughs) Well, it's the flat wheels on those clang buggies that... Oh, there's a suggestion, you know. Write that down. Put round wheels on streetcars. (laughs) Oh.
3: Revolutionary idea. May I make a suggestion, too, at this point? Sure. Let's forget this whole thing and go home on foot. Forget it?
2: Go home? Why, with a prize worth a hundred bucks waiting at the transit company for me to think up the suggestion that wins it? Why, Molly.
3: Well, I'm sorry. Just a thought.
2: Hmm. My gosh, for a prize worth that kind of dough, I'll ride every broken down bucket of bolts in their dad ratted transit system. I'll smother them guys with suggestions.
3: Well, this was all in your contract, Molly Driscoll. You should have read the fine print. <laughs> when is the next car due, dearie?
2: Well, your guess is as good as the streetcar companies. <laughs> According to that beat up schedule on the phone pole here, it says the next car is. The next car due is the one we just got off of.
3: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll miss it. <laughs> well... I think we did. <laughs>
2: However, there's a note here on the bottom of it that says "Presidential Proclamation: Service on this line will be limited for the duration of the war."
3: How patriotic can you get?
2: Yeah, it's signed Woodrow Wilson.
3: <laughs>
2: Offhand, I say we can expect the next car when we see it.
3: Yes, I think. Oh, look, coming across the street, McGee, Doctor Gamble.
2: Yeah, I see him. <laughs> Look at the waddle on that old canvas back He walks with all the casual easy grace of a guy taking a sobriety test Hey, lard bucket
3: Oh, McGee Hello, Dr. Gamble, nice to see you Hi, Molly,
2: and good day to you, putty head (laughs) Greetings, Lancelot How's the fracture racket? Is it true you've invented a system for healing broken legs that keeps a patient in bed for six weeks instead of two?
3: <laughs> no,
2: no, it isn't. But I do have a new hem-stitching process that I'd like to try on that fat lip of yours sometime, Blubber Boy.
3: Now, boys, don't get too <laughs> Look noisy.
2: who's calling who, Blubber Boy. Well, ha! You got a crust. Standing there with your collar full of chins. <laughs> and your kneecaps down in your sock tops. Blame and I'm chubby, flabby.
3: Now, McGee, stop it. Oh, well. Ignore him, Doctor.
2: I'd love to, Molly. Although ignoring him is a little like ignoring mice in the attic. No matter how hard you try, you still keep hearing the strangest noises. (laughs) What brings you downtown, my dear? Shopping? No, we came down here... I asked your wife, flabbermouth. Well, I speak for her. Don't I, Molly?
3: Yes, you do, dearie. Constantly. (laughs) We're riding streetcars today, Doctor, so we can tell the company how to improve their business. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna cop a hundred buck prize today, Dockey. Oh, the suggestion box deal. Yes, we
3: may not win it, but we'll certainly earn it. I have at least forty dollars worth of bruises so far. Do you ride streetcars much, Doctor? Nah,
2: he quit riding streetcars when they started charging him double fare, Molly.
3: (laughs) Double fare?
2: Sure, they gotta charge Doc by the room he takes up, kiddo. My gosh, when he sits down and lets himself go, he spreads out like a pat of butter on a hot waffle. (laughs) Look, bug brain, I'm getting just a little sick and tired of your slanderous exaggerations about the size of my physique. Well,
3: I don't blame you, doctor.
2: I measured myself in the office the other day, and just for a cold mathematical statistic, my hip measurement is exactly 44 inches. It is? 44 inches, huh? Yes. That's my right hip of course. <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't reach the left one.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I got to get down to the office, kids. Happy transfers, Molly.
4: Happy transfers. Go on, now.
3: I say, happy transfers. What's happy about riding 40 miles around town on 18 drafty streetcars to wind up where we started?
2: <laughs> well, you'll see what's happy about it when I take that 100 buck prize from the president of the company and tell you to run out and buy yourself a mink with the dough. A small mink, of course. <laughs> yeah,
3: small mink-dyed rabbit. Scarf.
2: <laughs> you got your pad and pencil, kiddo? Here comes our car. Come on.
3: Here go. All aboard. Watch the set please. I'll get the pairs, dearie. I have two dimes. Oh, Molly.
2: You didn't have to do that, Molly. Shucks, I'd have paid my own fare.
3: Think nothing of it. Think nothing of it. The pleasure of your company for the afternoon is worth a dime. Some afternoons, that is.
2: There's a seat, Molly, right there. Right there.
3: Ah, good. Oh, look across the aisle. There's Oli.
2: Huh?
3: Oh, hi, Oli. Well,
5: hello, McGee. Hello, Mrs. (laughs) I was just thinking of you, McGee. You were? Sure, I'm sitting here running errands for Mr. Wilcox.
4: Oh.
5: He gives me $5 bill, and he tells me, only you just keep the change. That reminds me of you, McGee. Really? Sure. So different. (laughs) I go for McGee yesterday to get him 50 cents cigars. He gives me only 43 cents and a short talk
2: on loyalty. (laughs) Well, so what? Wilcox and his big fat expense account. Shucks, I could be a spendthrift, too. If I wasn't so close with a buck. You uh, going someplace, missus, or you just took a
5: ride?
3: Well, we're riding on business only, we hope. Himself here's thinking up suggestions to help the company make money.
2: Yeah, read only a few of the ideas I got wrote down, Molly.
3: Well, now, let me see. To improve service. That's it. Fire conductor on car 14. Yeah. Fire motorman on car 15. <laughs> shoot conductor on car 16. <laughs> Burn car 70.
5: That's McGee, the working man's friend. <laughs> I don't ride much streetcars myself.
2: Most of the time I walk to save money. Oh, well, you can ride for free, all if you want to. Why don't you use the old $20 bill gag on them?
3: Oh, McGee, that's $20 so.
2: bill gag. Well, you never seen that one? All you do is show the conductor a $20 bill, see? No conductor wants to change a 20 so you ride free. That's the $20 bill gag.
5: Look, McGee, huh? I'm used to janitor at Els Club, and with me, $20 bills ain't no gag. Saturday <laughs> the night when I took my wages home, my missus, she peel off a dollar and a half, and she say, Oli, here's your allowance for the week, and stay away from the racetrack. Good
3: for her, Oli.
5: Sure, on, on streetcars, I don't flash no 20s, McGee. Huh? On streetcars, I'm used to donating my dime. Goodbye, missus. Go <laughs> so
3: on,
1: Billy Mill to the orchestra and Georgia on my mind.
3: fun to ride on streetcars, McGee. Yeah. You meet so many interesting elbows. Yeah. <laughs> Riding
2: on streetcars, kiddo, is like mountain climbing. It's only fun when you don't have to do it. The only reason I'm doing it is to win that hundred-buck prize. Mm-hmm. any more
3: ideas yet about how to increase your business?
2: Well, I... Prime is over him. Prime is over him.
6: Change cars for ride to revenue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sounds like a Turkish tobacco auctioneer with a mouth full of Clark Tip. <laughs> next time, female
6: four for Corporate, next.
2: <laughs> I think it's just his southern accent. Southern Patagonia. <laughs> But what I meant to say, Molly, Oh, hi, LaTrivia. Well, oh, hello there, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee.
3: Well, if it isn't himself the mayor, good day, Your Honor.
2: What's a big shot like you doing riding on the poor man's Union Pacific, Latriv? You got stock in the streetcar company or something?
7: No, McGee, I have no stock in the transit company. Huh? I'm simply democratic enough to want to rub shoulders with my fellow citizens now and then. I feel there's a right been... with a real I
6: and raw. What?
7: What did he say?
3: Well, it's, uh, it's Gaelic, Your Honor. Translated, it means goody-goody we stopped at the back steps over a mud puddle.
2: Every time they can get a passenger to step out into a puddle, it's ten points for the conductor.
7: A snowbank counts five. Oh, and... nonsense, McGee. I find these conductors very helpful and courteous. Yes. I understand that. Six hours, three,
5: return.
6: three next. Change for North.
7: Very strange. Some of the passengers must understand him. They get up and get off.
3: That's in spite of him, Mr. Mayor. They all look out the window and recognize the landmarks. He could re- uh, he could recite the shooting of Dan McGrew in Chinese, and they'd still get up and get off. That's
2: a great theory, Molly. Except you can't see anything out of these windows. They're so dirty. If you laid them out flat, you could grow onions on them.
7: griping, McGee. What do you expect of a streetcar? Persian lamb upholstery and gypsy music? You dislike our transit system so much, why do you ride on it? Why don't you walk?
3: Well, this is for a definite purpose, Your Honor. Yeah. The streetcar company is offering a big prize for the best suggestion on how to increase business.
2: Yep. Give me a couple more round trips on this bone breaker, and I'll have the winning idea, too, if I live through it. Well, good
7: luck with it, McGee. I rather enjoy riding the streetcar at intervals myself. Yeah? I like to come in contact with my fellow citizens. I like to get close to the voting public. I would make almost any sacrifice to be in touch with... Well...
3: What's the matter, Mr. Mayor?
7: I have just made a sacrifice. Huh? I have been touched. Huh? Somebody has picked my pocket.
3: Oh, conduct
8: Stop the car! Hold it! What? Let
4: me out! I
6: Oh, my, oh gosh. my God. Close the street, strong, let me out, please. <laughs> okay, let me back on. Okay.
2: Is Oak Street, but the way he says it, it sounds like Lobstrom.
3: <laughs> Maybe he's lived here a long time, and that's the Indian name for Oak Street.
2: Yeah.
3: Mister
9: <laughs> Wilcox. Oh, hi, Junior.
2: Hello, folks. Mind if I sit here right behind you? Go ahead, Junior. Sit down if you if you can stand to. The straw covering on them seats was wove by British prisoners of war <laughs> after the Battle of Hastings, 1066 A.D. <laughs> The lumps underneath it are little pieces of hip bone donated by grateful passengers.
4: <laughs>
2: After death.
3: <laughs>
2: Which they welcomed.
3: Don't take him seriously, Mr. Wilcox. We've been riding on streetcars all day, and he's tired.
2: You said it, lad girl. <laughs> I ain't been shook up like this since I fell down the steps inside the Washington Monument. Well, personally, I don't mind. It saves finding a parking space for my car.
1: Yes,
3: I can see right now. And besides,
2: it gives
1: me a chance to check up on our advertising.
3: What
2: advertising?
1: Ask
3: the
2: fun-loving little Fibber with a comical expression on his ruddy little face, knowing very well they were going to get slugged with a plug. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You mean you've sat here all day and haven't noticed our wishful Vista streetcar advertising?
1: My
3: goodness, Mr. Wilcox. Why, there's
1: a car card right over your heads there. Says Johnson self-polishing glow coat. The new glow coat with the
2: new glow that stays on your floors. It's the finest. The reason we're riding a streetcar, Junior, is on account of because
3: there's a contest. Imagine,
1: imagine you sitting here all this time and not even seeing our glow coat car cards. Yes. I'm ashamed well, of Well, my it. goodness, we
3: used to And if you'll it. just
1: look, there's another card halfway down the car on the left there, you see? The one that says, just pour out a little on the floor, spread it around, let it dry to a solid coat of shining wax, invulnerable to scuffs and scratches and spill things. Yeah, the, Johnson's glow coat is the longest wearing wax protection that money can buy.
3: But we're
1: trying to... When you buy you. Johnson's self polishing <laughs> glow coat, you guard your floors against dinginess and wear and save yourself the work of scrubbing. For over 50 years, Johnson's Glowcoat has been... Hey,
2: Waxy, hey.
1: The standard
2: of quality. Yes, pal? You want to sell some Glowcoat? Always, pal, always. Why? You got a lead for me? Get off at the next stop, Junior. Second door from the corner. I happen to know there's some people there that are in the market. Gee, thanks, pal. So long, Molly. Hey, conductor, let so me long. off, How'd you
3: pal? know there was somebody in the market for Glowcoat down there, McGee?
2: I didn't say that. But there's a market near that corner, and there's always somebody in it. <laughs> here all day and listen to him reading car cards because this content... Tiger Israel and
4: Dawson Rothenbrand. Tiger Israel and Dawson Let him out, please.
3: That's the king's English. The queen ought to speak to him about
2: it. Hey, Molly.
3: Molly, I think I'm on the track of the winning
2: idea. Now, let me think a minute. Oh.
9: Hi, mister. Hi, mister. Well, I'll be
2: Hi, Teenie. Hello there, Teenie. Well, when'd you get on, sis? We didn't see you. I
9: got on at the last corner, mister. Oh. These street cars are fun, aren't they? Hmm? Well, that
2: depends on the viewpoint, sis. From the way I feel sitting down, it's a darn good thing I ain't standing on my head, or right I'd sure be an numbskull. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Skip it. <laughs>
9: You always ride the streetcar going home from school, Teenie?
2: I didn't know her school was down this way. It
9: even. isn't, I bet you. I've been to the public library.
2: Oh, you have, eh? Yes,
9: I was. Huh?
2: I says, oh, you have, eh? Have what? Been to the library. What
9: library? The public library. I know it. <laughs> I had to take a book back. It was overdue.
2: Oh, you don't mean overdue, sis.
3: You mean overdue. Yes.
2: Yeah. What do you mean, why? Because the book is overdue,
9: that's why. It is now, I betcha. I got two more days on well, it. Well, then...
3: If, yeah, but you said, If it. the book was overdue, look, then... Look,
9: mister. Look, Miss McGee, look. Yeah. I got a book at the library, see? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I took it home. Yes. Well, he took expired it. hmm He drew pictures all over the flyleaf. Too many pictures. The book is all overdue. <laughs> What? I get off here. Oh. So long, Mister. So long, Mister. So long, Kitty. Watch the step, now. Get off. Baby. So long. I
4: still don't know
3: what to do. Grover Lassenberg, all out for Grover Lassenberg. Let him out, please. Grover Lassenberg. Does he mean?
2: Yeah, Fourteenth Street. <laughs> I got it, Molly. I got the winning idea. I know how the transit company can increase its business. Come on, let's get on. All
3: right, but what is the. I ain't... can't
2: talk now, kiddo. Gotta get down at the transit company right away. Hey, Robert Smith. I want to kill off the Bass and Rips. Damn Hannah, poke him up. Come on, Molly. Watch the steps. <laughs> <there>. I'm, a... <laughs> I'm
4: all right here. Yeah,
2: much obliged, working girl. That's the purpose. Boy, boy.
1: Kingsman and the Trolley Song. She was pretty in her high-top shoes and her hair piled high
8: upon her head. She went to lose a jolly hour on the trolley, but she lost her heart instead. With her light brown derby and his bright green tie, he was quite the handsomest of men. Well, he looked at her and she looked at him and took a seat. He said he hoped he hadn't stepped upon her feet. She dropped her eyes, the blushes came. Then he grew bolder and asked her name. Buzz, buzz, buzz went the buzzer. Zoom went the door with a bang. Step by step. They were wedded for a honeymoon. They're headed on the trolley with the boat rattled.
2: what's taking them contest judges so long, Molly? We've been sitting here cooling our heels for an well, hour. Well,
3: that's a big job, dearie, judging a contest. Ah, you know.
2: but ah, it's the simplest thing in the world. If they do it smart, all they got to do is throw out all that other junk, read my suggestions through twice, pick the one they like best, and hand me the hundred-buck prize. Is that tough?
3: Look, lover, I don't think it's... Oh, good. hey, there's the old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, daughter. Hi, Johnny.
2: Huh.
6: Hey, where were you kids Halloween night? I looked behind every trash, barrel, and garbage can in town, Johnny, but I couldn't find you no place.
2: Oh, we stayed home last night, old-timer.
6: <laughs> oh, that's a dull place on Halloween, kids. <laughs> Had quite an evening myself. Went out trick a treat with some of the boys. Had us a little trouble getting the cow up the courthouse steps, but...
3: The cow? <laughs> you took a cow up the courthouse steps? Where did you get the cow?
6: Found it. Up on the roof of the high school. <laughs>
2: well, why did you take it to the courthouse? Johnny... This
6: is America. Huh? Justice to all. Anytime you got a beef, take it to the courthouse.
4: <laughs>
6: well, sir, the courthouse cop come running out, grabbed your shotgun, and put a teaspoonful of birdshot in the fleshy part of my second cousin.
3: <laughs>
6: well, I could tell it was birdshot because he took
3: off like a quail. Certainly days, <laughs> I hope you went home to bed after that. Well,
6: I did know such a thing, daughter. It was Halloween. I got all dressed up, and me and Bessie went to a masquerade. Ball? Oh, she whimpered a little, but... Uh, oh!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Masquerade ball, yeah, very social, kid. They offered a prize for the scariest get-up, so Bessie got a false face and won as a witch. Oh. Won first prize, a pewter loving cup. <laughs> <laughs> Must
3: have been quite a frightening mess. Oh, it
6: was, daughter. And Bessie forgot to put it on. Won the contest, bare feet! So long. <laughs>
2: he must be a cute kid. I'd like to meet her. Oh, hey, somebody's coming out of the president's office, Molly. Boy, I'll bet he's bringing my hundred bucks.
3: Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if you did win, oh, McGee? Oh, boy. Although I'm so happy to get off those horrible streetcars, I don't even care.
2: I'll say, my back is broke. I wouldn't ride another one of them be- Oh, hi, bud. Good news? Indeed I have, Mr. McGee. <laughs> I'm happy to
1: announce that the other judges and I have chosen one of your suggestions as the most direct, straight-to-the-point idea submitted. The prize winner.
2: Oh, boy,
3: oh. oh, boy. You hear that, Molly? I won. I won first prize. Right. Wonderful, dearie, good for you. Uh, which suggestion was it, sir? The yes. last
1: one on his list. In answer to our question, oh, yes. how can we increase our business? Mr. McGee said, get more people to ride your streetcar.
2: Oh. Very concise. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> Go on. Boy, oh boy, a hundred smackers. I can use that doll. Oh, so it gives me great pleasure to hand you our first prize. This handsomely engraved
1: pass, entitling you to 1,000 free rides on our streetcar.
9: $100 worth. Oh, no. You mean,
2: oh, my aching transfers.
1: Tibber and Molly return in a moment. (laughs) Say, when you last spilled something on your shining clean kitchen linoleum, what did you do? Well, you wiped it up, of course. Then what happened? Was your floor still shining? Was there any wax left where you wiped it up? If you used the new Glowcoat self-polishing wax, your floor was still shining. You could see there was good wax protection still there to make cleaning easy, scrubbing unnecessary. But if you left a dull, drab surface with no trace of shine when you wiped up your floor, you were really demonstrating to yourself why your floors need the long-lasting, long-shining protection that only Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat gives. Glow Coat's solid film of protective wax stays on your floor. It lasts longer than any other floor polish. That's what you want, isn't it? Then save yourself work as you save your floors. Put Johnson's Glow Coat on your shopping list tonight. <laughs>
3: Good to get home and rest a while,
2: McGee. Yeah, let's just sit here and listen to the radio, Tootsie, All huh? right.
3: What's on tonight?
2: Oh, the regular Tuesday night NBC lineup. But next week, it's going to be even better. Fanny Bryce is coming back on the air.
3: Oh, wonderful. Fanny yes. Bryce and Baby Snooks.
2: Yeah. They come on, just ahead of Bob Hope. That way, you can listen to Baby Snooks and then Bob Hope and then that show from Wistful Vista, the one with that musing fellow who does such cute things. <laughs> That great, dynamic character and his little wife. Huh? Oh,
9: (laughs) good night. Good night, Al.
1: The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber, McGee, and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Easier, faster, better. That's Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax. The fastest wax polish money can buy. Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly, that using it is almost as easy as dusting. A few strokes with a cloth do the cleaning, a few more do the polishing. And Johnson's Cream Wax contains no sticky oils to catch dust. Give your furniture the beauty and protection only wax gives. Clean and polish it regularly with Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax. It's almost as easy as dusting. Get Johnson's Cream Wax. Listen to an exciting story on Big Town, next on NBC.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.